Hello and welcome to the Churros E-Tacticus podcast brought to you by Manscaped. It's holiday season and you don't know what to get as a gift or a stocking stuffer. Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win. This year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition, Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. By the way, it's Black Friday. So instead of 20% off, you get 25% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code CHURROS. With only two R's. I, I rolled too many R's there. It's just CHURROS. <laughs> C-H-U-R-R-O-S. Uh, guess who had a big week in their career? They interviewed... Well, we can spend... It's like more like in the last two weeks or so. But you've but Diego Lorin has interviewed Andres Iniesta, Dani Alves, Paul Gasol. Who did I miss? Boyan. Boyan Kirkic, who's now a, a, a co-worker of yours. That's pretty cool. Yes. yes. Um, so Fabio Quartararo, the new MotoGP champion. Oh, cool. I don't know anything yeah. about that sport, but that sounds pretty cool. So how do you, like, do you have Just to manscape every day before all these interviews? Like, do you, is it, you got are it. you able to function without that? No, 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 no. It's an absolute must. It's vital. Otherwise, these inter- interviews do not go smoothly. Everything's got to be smooth as butter, you know. So there's no skipping days. It's like, you know, exercise days. You can't skip it. Can't skip leg days. Can't skip sh- uh, shaving balls days. Otherwise, it just ruins your day. Uh, and things don't go smoothly. Got to yeah. do it. Got to do it. You got to keep the going that smooth. Uh, listeners get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code CHURROS. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. All right. Sponsors done. Done with. We can talk about some football. So, Fuji Ball. You had a big week in uh, the Champions League. What's big, going on, man? First of all, let me let me let me jump in here real quick because I, I I feel like I haven't seen your face in too while. long. You, g- judging by the backdrop, Keon is in another part no, of home. town. I oh, this is home. I just left my office. I needed a change of scenery. The thing, my office is in the basement, and it's. There's a couple of windows, but there's more natural light up here, so I like working up here sometimes. So, but mm. I just have to like carry my microphone up, and so I just set up. But I like working up here. So it's just, you want to get out of the dungeon? Yeah. Since you shaved your balls and all, you feel comfortable leaving the the pit? When I shave my balls, I can do anything I want. I'm basically walking on water. <laughs> You know it, you know it. Well, it's good to see you again. Um, we My sorry to for our listeners, of course, for having missed out on Monday's pod. Uh, it's been manic. It's been again one of those weeks where you just you don't know if you have enough time to actually get through the day and get everything done that you need to get that needs to get done. And one of those things was churros that kept being postponed from Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday. By Thursday, when that rolled around, it was, well, we got the Friday pod coming up. Uh, even though, um, yeah, we our thoughts have been with our viewers, of course. And again, our apologies for not coming to you guys sooner and missing out on Monday. Here we are on Friday. We have a ton to get through. Obviously, we have Champions League action, left, right, and center. Drama over in the Champions League. And on... Uh, several sides for the Spanish teams in particular has been a, a, not a good week in that sense, except for Hea Maggi, uh, who strolled around comfortably, uh, letting the sh- new sheriff in town know that, hey, we're still the big bad old boys and uh, not that easy to take down. So we have that to get through. We have uh, what else? I mean, obviously, a whole bunch of polemica, controversy as well surrounding um, statements and coaches going. It's been a busy week, Kian. Uh, uh, 
Zizou is going to end up in PSG. Uh, Pochettino and Man U, or, or maybe not. No, this is not going to happen. No, and... not going to go PSG. Okay, okay, okay. So that's all off. Okay, okay. Well, we we do have tons of other. I tell you what, and and and, and, yeah, you shut that one down. Well, I tell you what, though, what's really surprised me was that last time we spoke, and that's why I feel so much time has passed. Is you brought up the um, the Molina reports of which nothing has been said. And yeah. no media outlets have picked up any of these reports, even though some were dating back to obviously, you know, January from, from this year, et cetera. It's been, it's been a, a sort of a work and a process in, in, in the making of, uh, of, of revealing these, these horrific stories. But ever since you brought it to my attention, because again, I bring it up because I didn't know about it before. Mm-hmm. And I thought this is going to blow up. This is going to be one of those like Super Liga, you know, news events. And it just fizzled out. I never haven't heard anything about it. I it fizzled out par, uh, for for whatever reason. I, and I don't really want to get into it now. But basically, uh, but it's surprising. It's That's what I'm getting. It's to. probably for a reason because it it comes from from someone um, and only one person, right? And I think any publication has to be very very careful to mm. publish something like that without having done, done their own research mm. and to just simply quote someone and even their his own paper he works for the guardian hasn't even published anything about it and, well uh, um, but but let's uh, I, I'm, I'm talking about all the reports i'm talking about the yeah, yeah. the you know no but the guardian has published uh several stories or reports right. about the abuse in federations I guess I'm, and I'm speaking about the whole furline mendy, the mendy. right 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 yes yes well anyway i just wanted to bring that up because again it seems like that i felt like that was just gonna stop sports and and, and federations and football and yeah. cause a world storm and, and it hasn't at all none of this so uh, champions league is is come and go uh we got a lot to get through and uh, let's not beat around the pu- bush any longer where do you want to start my friend i guess uh, over in can barca is what you've been uh, having your eyes set on because you must be pretty happy that barca will be playing europa league uh, in a couple of weeks time it's kind of bittersweet because it's like no matter how much more interesting footballing topics there are, Barcelona seems to always be the most interesting topic for me coming on this Churros podcast. But I will say, like, uh, you know, that maybe that's not true because there are footballing, there are like tactical things to talk about. Barca's first, or Chavi's first two games with Barca. Um, I think, and I don't know how Barca fans feel about it because really the only Barca fan I regularly talk to is is you. Okay. But I if there would be another one you'd speak to more, I'd be offended right now. So. Yeah, yeah. It's only you, babe. Um, Good. The, I don't, so, I don't, again, I don't, know, how, I don't know how you feel because, again, it feels like we've been, we haven't recorded for ages. Yeah. yeah. So I watched that sh- uh, Benfica game the day after because I was traveling. And I didn't know the score and mm. stayed away from it. So I was like, okay, this is a lot of these issues will persist. Chavi or not, but I did. I did notice that I think there were there were improvements. There are improvements in the body language, the confidence, Clearly. the structure, the offensive build up, the movement. There just seems to be more direction and more guidance. The fact that the midfielders are closer together, their positioning between the lines are, are better. Uh, the way they build out of the back is, is better. And it's not like I'm not saying that's like otherworldly, but you can you can see a vision, you can see a path, yeah. you can see where this might end up a year from now or something, right? Right. Um, anyways, that aside, because that's not that interesting. 
when、mm. Seferich was on a breakaway. Oh my god. I stood up in my chair. I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> Take me to the promised land, baby. Take me. Finish them. Finish them. And he missed. And I felt like for one second my、oh, soul、funny. left my body. And then and I was like, wait, what? He missed? How did he miss? Yeah. I was so disappointed.、Yeah. But hey, I was like, you know what? I don't know. Someone brought up the point that maybe it's a good thing because then they'll end up in Europa League instead of just being out of Europe together, and it'll be fun to see them there. But I don't. I don't even know if that's true. Would they have been completely out of everything if if that goal went in, or would it? No. No. Okay. So.、Um, okay. So this is where I wanted to start.、It、wasn't even with the game. I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. So here I brought up some quotes for you.、Um, I want. So I'm, I have two quotes for me for you. Okay. To. Because I I know you'll appreciate where I'm going with this. Excuse me.、Um, so、oh、that's man, so funny. I, I, I could have, I could imagine you sitting there, looking at the heavens, arms raised, on your knees, just waiting for silence at the gump. No, as that ball would hit the back of the net. I mean, we were all ready for it. It was just like I was seeing that shit in slow motion, like. You see his manager, the coach. Oh my god, he fucking lost his yeah, shit. Yeah, he, he, he attended the press conference、uh, even after Xavi Hernandez. He could, he was so heated he couldn't face the press. He、oh, was、really? absolutely beyond himself. Yeah. So, this first quote is from Rashid Wallace. Oh, Rashid. From two thousand nine, I think it was. Oh man. This is the famous Garen Sheed. He says. I'm guarantee. This is after a game one loss. He says, "I'm guarantee. I'm guaranteeing game two. That's the bottom line, and that's all I'm saying. They will not win game two. When you heard that from me, put it front page, back page, middle of the page. They will not win game two." Now, this is a quote from what's today, twenty six. This is a quote 26. from today, I think. Is it? No, yesterday. Jean Laporta says, "I am convinced that we are going to beat Bayern." It is something that can be achieved. There will be, there will be a miracle. There will be. Which quote gives you more confidence, Gerasheed <laughs> or Jean Laporta saying there will be a miracle? I gotta go with my main, my main main, Jean Laporta. I、uh, set you up there saying, you know, you must be happy that Barca. Are- Playing Europa League in a couple weeks' time. However, deep down inside, man, I'm not gonna lie. You know that fire that kindles deep in my heart—that's the chavy Kool-Aid, man. That yearning for success and believing in miracles as a Kool-Aid. After having witnessed a six-one remontada. I have got to believe that there somewhere is a chance that this team can go to Munich and beat a Bayern. That I pray to God, I pray to God, I've got their eyes set upon the biggest game in German football、uh, a few days later, Der Klassiker, I think it's called, the、uh, Bayern Dortmund,、yeah. and I pray to God that. Uh, what's his name? Flick will be fielding a couple B players because the Bayern B team not so good. 
for those of you that haven't been checking out the youth league, check out the youth league, Bayern, bottom of the group there. So, hey, a man can hope. That's all I got left. And, you know, Jan Laporta believes, I believe, believe it's going to be extremely difficult, but got to believe that there's a chance, man. Got to believe that all of the stuff that we're seeing, all this optimism and, and uh, euphoria is obviously too big of a word, but what would be a in-between word of between, say, euphoria and, and just hype? It's, you know, it's it's something is there. I mean, I was at the, I was telling you before we started recording, I was energy. at the training session today. There's an energy. Yes, for sure. And, and, uh, and we, we broadcast the first 15 tr- uh, minutes of training sessions before any, any game. And we do it for the countdown and we do it for live for Barca TV plus. So subscribe if uh, you're in, this sounds interesting to you. Um, but, um, we were at an arm length distance. For some reason, instead of playing on field one, Xavi decided to go to field two, which allowed us to be literally pitch side. And like I said, an arm's length away. Um, and having these, all of them just up close and personal. And I, I, I was telling Robert, I'm like, it's contagious, man. I instantly get into a, in a better mood watching these guys train, have fun, do these drills, team building drills, and also just partaking in practices in a very serious but but um, professional manner, but also with a good energy. And I have to think that that all those things, you know, added up have to equate to some percentage of a chance for us getting through. And that is enough for me to at least be hopeful and believe until, you know, the 90 minutes of football have been played on December 8th and the final result will dictate what Barca's future will be in the short term and moving on this season. I have to believe that there's a chance where we can qualify. As you should, you should believe. I, I also felt like if I'm Laporta, I just feel like he could have just ended the quote where he says... <laughs> We can do it. That's it. That's all you need to say. You don't have to say there will be a miracle and we're like, you don't have to guarantee anything. Um, it's, I did also find it amusing that Barca on their official website, they had that thing where they put all the scenarios and how we can qualify after this game and what are the, like, you know, if we win, Benfica do this, da da da. Okay. Uh, and one of the things they wrote in their website was like, it was something along the lines of like, well, we have a tough task, but Bayern are already qualified. So hopefully, you know. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> It's true, though. You got to hope, look, that the fact that they're qualified, obviously Bayern will love to take any opportunity to uh, beat up on uh, a direct European competitor um, and, and, you know, continue their bragging rights that they have over us over recent games. And um, <clears throat> so they would love to beat up on, on us, I'm sure. Uh, however, yes, they are already qualified and they also have their classic coming up against Dortmund a few days later so you know yeah so take it easy on us I unfortunately think that you will qualify what and I think wow well you I always I, like to do this stuff these kind of mind no, games no, I, re- I truly believe it and the reason is because uh like and I think it will come down to the fact that they they have qualified already and when, so, like, there was part of me that was like, okay, well, what, what does their B team look like? Like, it's, still, it's not like you said youth team players, but it's not necessarily going to yeah, be Yeah, I said youth team. team. Yes, yes. Yeah, but, but <laughs> it's going to be B more team. than that. Um, right. Like, it, you know, we're talking about the players that they sometimes have on their bench. You know, sometimes they'll, they'll start. But players like Sule and Coleman, who came off the bench against you guys and murdered you guys. P- players like Sabitzer, Toliso, 
um, Musiala. They're good players. Um, I just feel like there we have seen, and maybe this is an irrational point of view, but they we have seen a a version of them when which is like kind of switched off in a game like against Mucha and Gladbach, which they got destroyed five nil. You don't have to even win five nil if you win one nil, you're good to go. So I think a narrow win against a watered down Bayern side, who who will have, as you said, their eyes set on something else. I think that's totally totally possible and probably inevitable that they'll they'll find a way to do it. And I don't care, quite frankly, because whether they le- they lose now in the Europa League or against somebody else next round, that's cool with me. It doesn't matter. We're all in this boat together of mediocrity. We're all going to be bouncing out of this competition pretty soon. So, take solace. It would be I know, crazy but that if Real Madrid were the only Spanish team to qualify for the next round, though, that would that would worry me. But I think I think Villarreal will make it. Sevilla can still make it. I think we'll be okay. I um I just don't know how like I mean how much money does the champion of the Europa League get compared to say a quarter or semifinalist in this in the Champions League? Um. It's so Europa League is uh, the winner. Uh, hold on, I have to actually just make sure. I have to look it up in a second. But you are right because it's like you know it's it's about the equivalent um, to being like a Champions League. I think actually if you win a Champions League, if you get to the Champions League quarterfinal, it might even be even more. So the winners mm. get eight point six million. Um, uh, the winners of the Europa League get 8.6 min- million and the Champions League you get a group you, if you're just in the you get set like that if you win it you get a crazy amount it's like 75 million almost or something like that and if you even qualify for the group stages right off the bat you also get like um, you get like I think 20 something almost 20 million yeah um if you get to the quarterfinals, you get twelve point eight million. If you get to the round of sixteen, eleven point six million. So, yeah, the that was a long answer, but the the shorter answer is, even if you qualify for the round of sixteen, you still get more money than if you won the entire Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But have you guys so, won Europa League in the past? Europa League, no. We won okay. the uh, UEFA Cup. Ah, same. I I count it as the same thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I do personally because it's basically they just change the name and a little bit of the. Have we won the UEFA Cup? Actually, I think I'm talking on my ass. We, we it was the we definitely won the Recopa. And we we talked about this and our patrons helped us make the distinction between the Recopa and the Cup Winners Cup, which that's what the Recopa is and all that. Uh, I don't think we won the UEFA Cup. No, no, no. I think I'm talking on my ass here. Um, not even that time when Rivaldo scored that. Oh no, that was. I was to, to qualify was for the Champions for the League. Champions League. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I think it's not a bad idea to just get in there and, and try to win it. Well, listen, obviously, if you're playing that competition, you got to go for it. Uh, Barca will always have to compete for all titles that they play for. Um, we'll just leave it there, I guess. We'll just leave it there. All hey, right. but having Boyan on the fo- uh, show was fun. Yeah. He... Uh, Boy and Kirkic, why are you smiling? I just, uh, I was I just want to take. Of, I leave it on a positive here. No, no, I was thinking about <laughs> you, uh, Ewan's uh, joke uh, that he made on Twitter because you were interviewing Boyan Kirkic and you asked about Kobe beef. 
Yes. And Ewan was like, I know. Up I know. Ryan beef with somebody. I know. Yeah. I know. I I was doubting whether I should get in on that uh, more than I like because I felt I, every time Kobe's name is mentioned or any deceased person name is mentioned, and if it has like Bao or you know i'm all paranoid now that things will come back to haunt me so if bow saw me come in and it looks like yeah, i'm yeah yeah i certainly wouldn't Mickey. do it on the show yeah i wouldn't do it on the show no um so is, but yeah, Kobe full, is he full-time staff now no 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 he's uh injured so he's missing uh the, the j league the japanese league finishes in december and he's out for at least eight weeks so he's gonna miss the end of the season so he came back already i see to spain to recuperate and uh while he's here he's gonna be on the match center he'll be back for the Bayern game for example i can't believe he's already 31 that's crazy. he looks so young man he still looks like 16 it's incredible i i knew that he was just basically tapered off and playing somewhere i didn't even know he was in japan or maybe i did i forgot but uh i i thought he was still like in his late 20s i didn't realize he was already 31 it seems like yesterday i remember like he was so promising i think it was you know almost 10 years ago now no more actually because i'm trying to think what was the timeline because it was what when did he make his debut was like around 2010 or something or was it nine 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 i think yeah i think it was nine uh but yeah you know also uh, what was he 16 i think he was as well um super young very very productive in that first year under pep uh playing alongside you know your messi's and chavis and iniestas and um, davi villas and pedritos and things so uh, you know it's uh, look, you gotta. If you're boy, uh, Boyan, you have to be happy with how your career went. I think. I think probably people would have been, many would have maybe expected more given his explosion onto the scene. But uh, you know, he made his professional living and a good career out of playing football. He traveled the globe. He was even in Canada. You know, he played under Henri in uh, Montreal. I think so, I did know that actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, now he's in Japan. Another new experience, um, still able to maintain. I don't think, I mean, he's not married or anything. He's still very, you know, young in that sense. No responsibilities other than, you know, caring for himself. So, you know, good on him. And he had some fascinating stories to tell. I just love talking to these kind of players that have, you know, a very, uh, obviously, an incredible vision of the game and 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 when it comes to their football intellect and their mindset and the way they view things the way they anticipate things is far beyond you know the level that i could ever reach um and to hear that and to just sort of soak that in and 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 get a firsthand listen and view and also just from from locker room stories that he tells is it's a privilege and uh, I loved I could do that all day man just sit there and listen and talk to these guys because it's yeah it's fascinating I, I yeah, truly those are the moments me. I imagine that your job gets really rewarding right like, yeah when, you yeah. know when you get away from some of the behind the scenes stuff and mm, the fact that you're certainly. working on Barca TV and you get to interact with some people like that I mean it's certainly like you're like oh yeah shit, this is why I'm doing this right right yeah 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 no absolutely and 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 on top of that if they're also cool and nice uh that's a plus well you know so yeah very humble very down earth well that's great man uh i i thought we could also bounce around some of the other la liga teams in in the champions league no no that's it that's it thank you very much for tuning in and uh, remember keep shaving those balls 25 percent <laughs> off using churros 25 <laughs> percent today for black friday uh, 
No, of course we have to. Um, which, by the way, uh, uh, not, we don't need. To, let's talk about the teams first. But I was going to say it sets up a really interesting uh, Villarreal Barça for the weekend as well. Um, you know the fact that that's on Sunday. That's that's on, no, on that's on tomorrow. That's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. yeah, yeah. Um, that'll be a great game. Um, so I just wanted to say, like these, this, the res, the results in the Champions League for these Spanish teams. I mean, obviously, and Sevilla won against Wolfsburg, so that was a plus. But the Atletico, like, and I, it took me some time to catch up with everything. This is another thing I wanted to just complain about. These Champions League kickoff times are so annoying because they all overlap with each other and you can never mm. watch them and and like a lot of people will come in and be like dude just watch them on two different screens i don't know what kind of psychopaths watch two games at the same time it's impossible you can do it if you're a casual fan but not if you're like trying to like analyze what's mm. happening or at least be able to objectively talk about it mm. um anyways so i just find that hard to do so <laughs> what i do is i watch them tape delay i was i've been i've developed into a somewhat of a milan fan over the last year or two oh that's so I, i'm not i'm not i'm not hate i'm not huge i'm not like terribly upset that atletico played the way they did but i just want to say atletico were super disappointing like i and they have some issues this season that we can unpack you know they they haven't been as good defensively as as we're normally accustomed to offensively they're in certain games they struggle like in in the milan game in it's obviously it doesn't make it easier the fact that Zhao Felix is injured right now. But the fact that they have Correa on the bench, they're not utilizing as much as they, they should. Suarez can't be relied upon this game in, game out the way Simeone has been relying on him. Also, I hate this Marcos Llorente at right back experiment, especially against Milan where like he basically has to go and fight Teo Hernandez for 90 minutes. It makes no sense because Teo is just going to be able to he like Llorente won't be able to be as effective from that role, especially against a wing back like Teo, who's going to just be constantly trying to get into the final third behind him. Llorente should be in the attacking, especially when they're struggling in, on, on offense. And I hate, I don't understand why, because just because Lucho played Llorente at right back in the in the Euros out of nowhere, all of a sudden Simeone was like, oh, I guess I got to play him at right back now. I, so I don't, I hate that experiment. Um, and just i i don't i don't know like I, I i am kind of actually might be weird to say but like i almost feel better in uh barca's chance of getting to the next round than they do in atletico's because i feel like barca are just in a bit of a more realistic situation with the fact that bayern are already qualified um atletico are last place in their group they have mm. to win against do they have to play Liverpool next, or do they have to play? Yeah. I mean, in that sense, it is similar no, because so, Liverpool. Have, Liverpool sorry, they play. They play. They play Porto. They play Porto, but they depend on Milan Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. They have to beat Porto and hope that Milan lose to Liverpool, which is a kind of a tough ask because, first of all, Porto can beat anyone they can lose to anyone they're that kind of like traditional like champions league team but they can hurt you they can also have a bad day they got enough talent but milan have to play against liverpool who have 15 yeah. points they have not lost a single game or drawn a single game they're they're clear as as water and they're going to be guaranteed first place so you don't you already know like 
Klopp is going to do that thing where he plays all these bench players like he does in the cup games. It's a tough spot to be in for Atletico. It's, it, I actually give Barca a better, better, chance, better chance, to be honest. There's no margin of error for them uh, any longer. It's not just that. they they At least Barca depend on themselves, uh, yeah. whereas obviously Atletico don't. Uh, and that's that's the big difference. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, it's going to be complicated. I think we're after come to the realization that... Uh, two of the three biggest teams in Spain um, have the odds stacked against them when it comes to qualifying for the knockout stage of the top European competition. And that's not good uh, for Spanish football. Um, you know, I, I understand that you uh, take issue with the fact that Llorente keeps being played out of position um, in that. I mean, uh, you've been complaining about that since Lucho did it. Uh, I, I'm 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 nobody here to you know start nitpicking or criticizing decisions that uh, the most successful manager in the history of Atlético de Madrid is making when it comes to Llorente or one of the most talented and and also decorated managers in the history of uh, uh, Barça under Lucho is is making. Uh, you know Llorente obviously has the space and the ability as well to uh, run up and down on that flank. Uh, and whether Teo is too big of a bone to pick uh, for him or not, um, you know, I guess he needs to step it up. It, it, that shouldn't be, I think, an excuse as to why we saw such a uh, underwhelming performance from Atletico against uh, a Milan side that, uh, yeah, is, is, is on the resurgence maybe somewhat, is playing a, a, an interesting style of football, certainly more, a little bit more uh, attacking, more daring. They've got this, you know, imposing figure uh, that is um, Ibrahimovic, of course, that uh, likes to also, I guess, shove the Atletico players around as he did uh, the players from the, the, the Spain squad was Azpilicueta, I think it was. Um, anyway, I mean, the, the point is Atletico need to do better. Um, they should have done. And Diego will be shooting himself uh, in the foot now, as you can probably hear my kids uh, ringing the doorbell, hoping that their papa is going to come off of the pod oh to God, open the door for them. reliant on you? <laughs> yeah, yes, let well. Him in, let him in. No, no, they have to wait for their mother. The, they they, they should know better. Oh, no, mom's home? Well, the, the thing is, she parks the car in the garage. Hold on, hold on. Papa's on the podcast, boys and girls. This is neglect. I hope it's... your wife's home to let them in. My son has to pee. My son has to pee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go for this it. Is... My, my, my wife's a social worker. It's a good thing she's not listening. Uh, so here's my prediction while Diego's gone. I think every single Spanish team will end up qualifying apart from Atletico. And I, and I know that most of those Spanish teams aren't in a favorable, favorable position. But if you look at kind of the, the scenarios here, Sevilla are third, but their fate is in their hands because if they beat Salzburg, they will just leapfrog to two, possibly even one. Are you back? Okay, you're back. So I was just saying that I had I had a bold prediction that I was about mm. to explain. I think every Spanish team will qualify for the group stages except for Atletico. And I was just going through them. Sevilla, they have their fate in their hands. They beat Salzburg, they're in. Um, Villarreal, fate in their hands. They're fine. Uh, they can even possibly... 
I mean, they can even possibly draw and, and still advance. Then you got Barca, which we've already talked about, and Atletico, which we've already talked about, and Real Madrid are through. I think, you know, there is there was a little bit of drama, obviously, given the fact that, uh, you know, Spanish teams are where they are during after match day five. But I think in the end, we'll have four of them four of them into the next round, possibly even five. But if I if I had to choose one of them to be eliminated, I think I'm going to go with Atletico. Has Diego, um, has Diego Suarez, has Luis Suarez scored in uh, this group stage so far? I'm putting you on the spot here. You uh, probably it's absolutely on the spot. Uh, I'll look it up in a sec. Um, but either way, he's. You can kind of just see. It's inexcusable for a team with Suarez, with Griezmann, with Llorente, with uh, you know Coque, with Hermoso, with Lamar, uh, Felix, uh, Carrasco, to walk away from Milan with a one nil. Derrota, what a 1-0 loss. I mean... Suarez has scored one goal in the Champions League this season. Um, away? It was against Milan. In, at home, obviously. Yeah, home. So his, his, his away goal-scoring record in, in Europe uh, is... I mean, again, actually, I, I would... It's historically bad, I, I, and, and I'm and I'm obviously I'm not taking into account last season. I don't know how many goals he scored in Champions League last season, last season, or um, but I, you know, it's it's uh, worthy of study. I believe what happens there. Um, yeah, I think Atletico is out. I think that's it. I think uh, Villarreal, uh, same as you, have got a, a, a obviously a very very good chance uh, to progress. Who are they playing? Atalanta? They forgot to um, win that. Churros. Gosh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, I, it's not like I had the answer. It is Atalanta, yeah. Away from home. If they draw that they, game, they're in. They've got to do that. Um, Chelsea leapfrogging Juve was interesting as well. Sevilla sitting down there. I mean, come on, man. Are you... Come on, are you, um Are you... Uh, enjoying the PSG implosion. They haven't quite imploded yet, but given our expectations this season, it certainly feels like a bit of an implosion. Maybe it's overreactionary, but tactically they're a mess. The front three still don't defend. They're incredibly imbalanced. And uh, you could just see the gap between them and City in in more ways than one. It's just yeah. a completely different level tactically, physically. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy you... it. Mm-hmm. Are you um, following the Ballon de Oro chatter at all? Do tell. Oh, what's on your mind? Like, are you talking about, like things leaked or? Yeah, a little bit. Dude, who Just was a little bit. Lewandowski winning? It can't be Messi. He's not. He hasn't done enough to deserve it. <laughs> can't be. If it is, it basically they made up their mind because he won the Copa America because he started crying and they're like, "Wow, that's so cute that you know his teammate Di Maria won him the cup and now he's crying. He, he deserves it. We should give him. We should give him the trophy." <laughs> well, listen, I put man. him third. Honestly, I think I think he's had a really good calendar year. I think he's had a poor season, just relatively speaking. Certainly not as good as Lewandowski or Benzema. I think I put him third. I think that's a fair place for him. I'd, I'd still put Lewandowski number one. 
who's just been completely out of his mind in the last two years at least with his goals. Just crazy. But I'd, I'd, put, I'd go that way. But if, it's, if that's what it is, it's leaked. I mean, I've never really, I never really thought the Ballon d'Or voting was completely fair. I think, sorry, you know, it is, I guess it is what it is. I don't know what to do about it. Big ups to Pedri for winning uh, the, what was it? Big is it loss, called? by the way, the fact that he's the, out till 2022. Yeah, he won the, what, Golden Boy or something? The Golden Boy. As a golden boy, it's a really golden boy. that gun. We're at the stage of the podcast where it's like we should probably just call it a day. And I was hoping that you would recognize. One by one, they're just jumping off. <laughs> just jumping off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Okay. Fine. All I was gonna say is that he's uh, a golden boy. No, but uh, the golden. Boy and Balls winners could be, speaking of Manscaped, the Golden Balls uh, look to be all falling uh, Barca's way because if Messi wins it, it's obviously for his time with Barca. Okay, in Argentina. And uh, the uh, I think it's, was it Jennifer Hermoso or Alexia Putellas that's going to win the Golden Ball for the ladies. And well-deserved. Pedri, of course, winning the uh, Golden Boy. She, it's not called Golden Boy, is it? What is it called again? I, I don't know. I asked this question. Um, I was talking to Om because he covers Real Madrid Feminino. And I, and I was, because I've been watching Real Madrid Feminino too. I was taking some notes. And I started writing man-to-man press. And then I was like, wait a minute. These aren't men. And I messaged Om. I was like, what do you guys use? And they just say, I think he said, um, they player, player-to-player press or something like that. You know, mm. I don't know. But yeah. Um, I do fall in those traps sometimes. I just like habitualize to to call it a, sub, a certain way, and then I, ha- I have to retrain my brain. Um, so yeah, Alexia Putellas, it is, and oh, okay. uh, and Golden Boy, it is. Sorry, go on. Barcelona We'd love to hear you. Is, is probably the most dominant sports team. Oh. It's like, insane. All right sports. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, they're yeah. they're playing on a different planet. They're 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 playing a different sport. With they it should is. be. We should we have to go find them like competition on, an, on another galaxy because yeah you know it's not it's, cutting it's, it on earth for them they're getting no. bored no 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 um no, you want to you say we're fizzling out there was still something i wanted to talk to you about we haven't talked about real madrid yet but i don't know if there's anything jumping jumping out at you uh no not really who are you playing over the weekend we got sevilla big game Oh, so we got okay, two biggies. Yeah, uh, Barça via Real Madrid. No, a I was lot gonna... of injuries right now. Um, no, who doesn't, man? You're talking, you're preaching to the choir. Here. Who doesn't? Um, it'll be an interesting game. I, I feel I mentioned this on. We did a podcast yesterday previewing that game, and I, I, it feels like it's been so long since Real Madrid have played Sevilla. I barely even remember what it looks like to play them because we haven't played them since twenty. I mean, last season. But I, it just. It just feels like a long time because it's like we're deep into like almost the end of this this side of this like the the first leg of the schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it just feels like it's been a long time since we played them. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, it'll be yeah. a good game. Hopefully, this you is, get your asses handed to really, you. <laughs> it kickstarts a really tough <laughs> schedule for us. Have you seen our schedule? No. All right. Let me. You'll enjoy this because good. I, you know. Hit me good. with it. Yes. Yeah. So we got Sevilla. Then Athletic Club, Real Sociedad, Inter Milan, Atletico Madrid. So that's f- five games. 
up until December 12th, and then we get Cadiz before the before the break, and then Athletic Club again. Oh, uh, we play them twice in a month because one of them was the this this is the rescheduled game. That's right. Yeah, and then that's the last last uh, day before Christmas break. Christmas break. That means no international football. Nothing, right? We actually get a break. I'm looking yes. at it now. God bless. Not a long one, but it's a, it's a it's a week. It's like a week. Yeah. You think you think like Seferin's gonna come out and be like, actually, hold on, last minute tournament in in Qatar. Bring everyone. Well, there is in, it's, in January. Playing, it's a it's a two hundred minute game. Everybody come. In January there is. That's the that's the Saudi one, the Spanish Super Cup. You mean? Yeah. And, and 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 check this out, Barca. We're playing Boca the fourteenth of December. Is that the Maradona tribute game? That's what it is. Maradona tribute game. Yeah. The money game. But uh, no, I just quickly before we uh, say bye bye, I wanted to know what you make of all this uh, Scotty Pippen hatred towards our man, our dude, the greatest. Scotty, what's going on with Scotty? Something, something's happened to Scotty mentally, man. I don't know what's wrong what with What do you him. make of it all, though, man? I'm so disappointed. It, like, it hurts my heart, truly. It, it hurts my feelings when to hear him talk like this. It's like, dude, you guys were... I know they weren't best buds off the court, but don't, you know, taint your legacy by being so... First of all, very hypocritical because he'll say one thing now in his book or, you know, for his press run and PR. And then but he was saying a complete singing a completely different tune just last year on the first takes and all those, uh, uh, you know, ESPN shows. It's like it, it, I just don't get why he's going this route and why he's really going out of his way to, in his mind, set the record straight. But all he's doing is just, uh, you know, tearing up this 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 image that we had of the greatest duo that you know sports or basketball had ever seen i'm super disappointed i i don't like he's been on this run of bad quotes for a while now like years i mean if you yeah. go back to some of his uh, yeah i think it was espn he was working for just some weird quotes and everything was always petty against michael jordan petty. and maybe look look i you know we and don't feel really, I'm not going to sit here and say it was easy to be a co-worker of Michael Jordan, who was not the nicest human being. But, you know, like some of the stuff he's saying, it's it's. So one of the things he said was. Like he said before in the past, LeBron is better, blah, blah, blah. Like this was years ago. We said this. He also uh, and, and some of the things he's saying is like he's really pissed off about the documentary. And, and he, he was saying, I think he unnamed players also were not happy about the documentary because it was it was all about Michael Jordan. I'm like, dude, if anything, it was not enough about Michael Jordan. He is the boss. <laughs> I, I, you guys got a, you got an entire episode. Dennis Rodman got an entire episode. What else do you want? There should been it should have been just three hundred episodes of just Michael. He is the greatest. <laughs> no. He is no. the greatest. You know what I mean? No, like, I need obviously, it. I'm obviously no. exaggerating to make a point, but like, yeah, you can't complain about the last dance not being enough about other people when literally the only reason you have six titles—not the only reason, but the main reason you have six titles—the re- main reason we even get to see a documentary of this cool is because of one human being who did, yeah. who was, who was the alpha, who was the greatest. 
Yeah. And the most interesting, quite frankly, also yeah. the most interesting. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I mean, Dennis Rodman the most is interesting. Compelling. You know, as yeah. well. I, I actually enjoyed that episode, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's. Well, listen, I'm I'm not going to take anything away from Scotty there, coming from a family of what is it, twelve or fifteen kids, and you know him having to be uh, because his brother getting paralyzed and um, by a bully. I mean, it was like beaten up, and then there's obviously his father also passing relatively early. He became a breadwinner so early on, and of a family of you know multiple. I mean, families the size that we can't even start to fathom. Certainly, me, I can't. I have enough with just two kids, but. But, um, you know, to then blame Jordan for pointing out such pointing out facts such as taking signing a very bad contract that even Jerry Krause or excuse me, Jerry Reinsdorf rather was telling you at the time before signing, don't sign this deal. It's a very bad contract. You'll get more money if you wait just one year and then still signing it for Jordan to point out the fact that you did as a retaliation in that final season of the last dance that 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 98 season the last dance season to then wait and 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 sit out the beginning of that season because you're doing uh your foot surgery out of spite instead of owing over the summer and then calling you selfish for that which i think is it's factual pointing that out um to then also complain about jordan pointing out the fact that you uh, didn't want to come off the bench in the timeout in the 94 season because phil jackson had you know designed the play for kukoc to hit the clutch and game-winning shot eventually and then even after now calling phil jackson racist for that in the process it's it's all this pettiness and then and, and it's just like scotty dude i had you up here too like michael obviously is untouchable and be after michael it's sean kemp for me okay but then you know you're you're there scotty you're like in my top five if not top three um top five top five but uh but now you're like you know you're you're just ruining tarnishing this whole legacy this whole like incredible memory that i had of you and the bulls and that you were part of and and, and a vital player and 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 and, and sidekicking you were the greatest robin to have ever played the game and that's not a knock that's you should be proud of that there there are no batmans like there's just one batman and there are no other michael jordans there is only ever going to be one michael jordan and um you know that the exception to the rule as you called him like the the alpha of all alphas the king of kings the goat of goats right um with with everything going for him from from as compelling as he is on and off the pitch and uh don't like i i just wonder how he would have felt during that time when when every day there was media frenzies surrounding michael jordan why now is he so being so spiteful and petty uh yeah. because you know what i mean it's like it's, <laughs> well some people will say it's to sell the book but i, I don't think that's a good reason yeah that's, that's a, yeah but it's not it's not a good reason it's not you know there's other ways to sell the book um yeah but i you know he's scotty freaking pippen he doesn't need any reason to sell exactly he was part of the one of the greatest dynasties in sports history but yeah I, it is weird to me also because in most cases, you see beef settling, like over over time, usually heals wounds and brings people together, whether right. it's Kobe and Shaq or right, uh, right. Other, other feuds mm -hmm. I can't even think of right now. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's weird that it's gone the opposite way for this one. And you know what I would love to see? I would love to see a documentary where Michael Jordan holds the tablet 
and he's just reacting to the Scotty quotes. And he just looks at it and he like does that smile and he he, he, he like responds. That would that would be cool. I'd watch that. Yeah, that would be a yeah. good good cash grab for. Yeah. I, I think Michael is probably he's so like such a ghost that. Oh, he's beyond this. I got excited once. Yeah, he's not gonna respond. But I got I got excited once because I thought I found his Twitter. I was like, oh, he has a Twitter. It was like Jumpman Twenty Three, but it was just like the Air Jordan brand. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if I don't like following people on Instagram, to be quite honest, but if there was one person that would like absolutely go out of my way to press the follow button for, it'd be him. I just would love to see what he's doing. He's such a cool. Press guy. the follow and the alarm bell, the notifications, yeah, notifications. every time as soon as he pops up. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, my friend. All right, we're done. This has been uh, good. Um, Rocking the Manscaped. Don't forget to use the promo code CHURROS, two R's, to get 25% off your ball shaving equipment. And that's only today on Black Friday. Tomorrow it goes back to 20%. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Diego, on Monday, we got to make this work. We're going to be back Monday because we have two really big games to talk about. And probably others that haven't checked the schedule, but for sure two big games, right? Yeah. All right. Have a good weekend. All right. You too. Peace, peace.